Welcome to episode 7 of the Basic Bitch Diaries. Today is a special episode as I'll be reading 5 short stories from Reddit that spooked me to the core. You can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash basicbitchdiaries or on Spotify, just search for the Basic Bitch Diaries. You can also find me on Instagram at basicmanda. Let's get basic. This new old house by Bat Out of Hell 821. We bought an old house, my boyfriend and I. He's in charge of the new construction, converting the kitchen into the master bedroom, for instance, while I'm on wallpaper removal duty. The previous owner papered every wall and ceiling. Removing it is brutal, but oddly satisfying. The best feeling is getting a long peel, similar to your skin when you're peeling from a sunburn. I don't know about you, but I kind of make a game out of the peeling, on the hunt for the longest piece before it rips. Under our corner section of paper in every room is a person's name and a date. Curiosity got the best of me one night when I googled one of the names and discovered the person was actually a missing person, the missing date matching the date under the wallpaper. The next day, I made a list of all the names and dates. Sure enough, each name was for a missing person with dates to match. We notified the police, who naturally sent out the crime scene team. I overheard one tech say, Yup, it's human. Human? What's human? Ma'am, where is the material you removed from the walls already? This isn't wallpaper you were removing. Guardians by Dark Alligator. He awoke to the huge insect-like creatures looming over his bed and screamed his lungs out. They hastily left the room and he stayed up all night, shaking and wondering if it had been a dream. The next morning, there was a tap on the door. Gathering his courage, he opened it to see one of them gently place a plate filled with fried breakfast on the floor then retreat to a safe distance. Bewildered, he accepted the gift. The creatures chittered excitedly. This happened every day for weeks. At first he was worried they were fattening him up, but after a particularly greasy breakfast left him clutching his chest from heartburn, they were replaced with fresh fruit. As well as cooking, they poured out hot, steamy baths for him and even tucked him in when he went to bed. It was bizarre. One night, he awoke to gunshots and screaming. He raced downstairs to find a decapitated burglar being devoured by the insects. He was sickened, but disposed of the remains as best he could. He knew they had just been protecting him. One morning, the creatures wouldn't let him leave his room. He lay down, confused but trusting as they ushered him back into bed. Whatever their motives, they weren't going to hurt him. Hours later, a burning pain spread throughout his body. It felt like his stomach was filled with razor wire. The insects chittered as he spasmed and moaned. It was only when he felt a terrible squirming feeling beneath his skin that he realized the insects hadn't been protecting him. They had been protecting their young.
There's no reason to be afraid by whoever fights monster. When my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard. But our favorite thing was the ghost. We called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up and on each of our nightstands, we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried that we'd get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the house's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room towards us. Sometimes she'd manage to move it all the way to the center of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we'd moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She'd murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poisoned milk before bed. Then she'd hanged herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with a woman's body hanging from a beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placed exactly in the center of the room. Hell by Mean Pete There was no pearly gate. The only reason I knew I was in a cave was because I had just passed the entrance. The rock wall rose behind me with no ceiling in sight. I knew this was it. This was what religion talked about, what man feared. I had just entered the gate to hell. I felt the presence of the cave as if it was a living, breathing creature. The stench of rotten flesh overwhelmed me. Then there was the voice coming from inside and all around. Welcome. Who are you? I asked, trying to keep my composure. You know, the thing answered. I did know. You are the devil, I stuttered, quickly losing my composure. Why me? I've lived as good as I could. The silence took over the space as my words died out. It seemed like an hour went by before the response came. What did you expect? The voice was penetrating, but patient. I don't know. I've never believed any of this, I uttered. Is that why I'm here? Silence. I continued. They say the greatest trick you ever pulled was convincing the world you don't exist. No. The greatest trick I ever pulled was convincing the world that there is an alternative. There is no God, I shivered. The cave trembled with the words, I am God. Return of the Messiah by Hunt Frog. In the year 2026, the Messiah came back down to earth. She performed miracles and cured the sick. There was no doubt as to her authenticity. She appeared to all nations at once. All believed, all worshipped her. Sometime later, after this period of our history known as the Age of Peace, she dropped a bombshell on us. 
She warned us that heaven was almost full. Nobody had gone to hell during this age. There were a fixed amount of spots left. Paradise would be closed to all who died after the gates closed. That is when the mass suicides began. Taking your own life, she had told us, was not a sin if you died a pious man. The race was on. She looked on and was pleased. She returned to her home, to her throne of fire and flames, and greeted all with a nod of her wicked horns. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Basic Bitch Diaries. You can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash basicbitchdiaries or on Spotify. You can also find me on Instagram at basicmanda. Don't forget to stay basic. Bye!